Hello, okay. Josiah, the good king. Um, yes, this is the last good king we're going to meet before um, the sacking of Jerusalem. And Josiah is um, really known for you know his desire to adhere to the command of God in the law of Moses. So let's read this. Josiah was eight years old when he began to reign. He reigned 31 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jedidah, uh, the daughter of Adiah of Bozkath. And he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord and walked in all the way of David, his father, and did not turn aside to the right or to the left. So as far as these summaries go of kings, this is one of the better ones. Did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, walked in the ways of David, his father, didn't turn to the right or left. This is a great one. And let's see the specifics of why he's remembered as a great king. In the 18th year of King Josiah, the king sent Shaphan, the son of Azaliah, the son of Meshulam, the secretary to the house of the Lord, saying, Go up to Hilkiah the high priest, that he may count the money that has been brought into the house of the Lord, which the keepers of the threshold have collected from the people. Let it be given to the hand of the workmen who have the oversight of the house of the Lord. Let them give it into give it to the workmen who are at the house of the Lord repairing the house, that is, to the carpenters and to the builders and the masons, and let them use it for buying timber and quarried stone to repair the house. But no accounting shall be asked from them for the money that is delivered into their hand, for they deal honestly. Okay, so the one first good memory of Josiah is that he gives himself to restoring the house of the Lord. Um, it's super old by now. It's seen a dozen kings, two dozen kings. I'm not sure the exact number, but it's seen a lot of kings come and go. And now it is in need of some repairs. And so they, they recall instructions for repairing. Um, the scriptures like to slow down and give details when it comes to uh, talking about God's houses. Uh, it's dwelling places in the Old Testament. You know, there's lots of chapters talking about making the tabernacle. There's lots of chapters talking about making the temple. And so now they slow down to give like the description of the directions that the, the builders were given for restoring the temple. Verse 8, And Hilkiah the high priest said to Shaphan the secretary, I have found the book of the law in the house of the Lord. And Hilkiah gave the book of Sh to Shaphan and he read it. And Shaphan the secretary came to the king, reported to the king, Your servants have emptied out the money that was found in the house, and have delivered it into the hand of the workmen who have the oversight of the house. Then Shaphan the secretary told the king, Hilkiah the priest has given me a book. And Shaphan read it before the king. So this is kind of an interesting curveball because they discover a Bible. Essentially the Old Testament, or maybe it's just the law of Moses, not sure which scriptures, but they discover a Bible kind of being neglected in the temple. And as we read this story, it kind of sounds like it's been a long time since someone's read the Bible uh, in Judah. Uh, maybe since Manasseh. Maybe Manasseh had a book burning. Maybe he got rid of the texts of Moses in his zeal for pagan idolatry. Um, but this discovery of the book of Moses is an event. And Josiah has been actually reigning for a bit without having read it, it sounds like. So let's find out. Verse 11. When the king heard the words of the book of the law, he tore his clothes. So this is why I think he's never heard this before. Because he, he hears Deuteronomy, I think, that's what's being read. And he responds with violent humility. Um, he tears his kingly robes in, in, in distress. Verse 12. And the king commanded Hilkiah the priest, and Ahikam the son of Shaphan, and Akbor the son of Micaiah, 
And Shaphan the secretary and Asaiah the king's servant, saying, Go, inquire of the Lord for me, for the people, and for all Judah, concerning the words of this book that have been found. For great is the wrath of the Lord that is kindled against us, because our fathers have not obeyed the words of this book to do according to all that was written concerning us. So now we get this insight into the king. He hears this and he goes, wow, if these words are true, we are in so much trouble. And he wants to humbly take action to repent so that this doesn't happen. He kind of has a different attitude. Remember Hezekiah when this prophecy came about destruction of Jerusalem? And he says, well, at least it's not going to happen in my day. Notice this total difference. Josiah hears the words of of Moses about the destruction of the temple. He's not even told if it's going to happen in his day, and he tears his clothes um, in in the fear of the Lord. Verse 14, So Hilkiah the priest, and Ahikim, and Akbor, and Shaphan, and Asiah went to Huldah the prophetess, the wife of Shulam, uh, the son of Tikvah, son of Harhas, keeper of the wardrobe. Now she lived in Jerusalem in the second quarter, and they talked with her. So here's a reference to a prophetess. Um, we've seen a few of these in scripture. We'll see a lot more in the New Testament after the Holy Spirit is poured out on all flesh. But here is um, a woman who speaks the words of God. Verse 15, And she said to them, Thus says the Lord the God of Israel, Tell the man who you sent to me, Thus says the Lord, Behold, I will bring disaster upon this place and upon its inhabitants all the words of the book that the king of Judah has read, because they have forsaken me and have made offerings to other gods, that they might provoke me to anger with all the work of their hands. Therefore my wrath will be kindled against this place, and it will not be quenched. But to the king of Judah, who sent you to inquire of the Lord, thus you shall say, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, regarding the words that you have heard, because your heart was penitent, and you humbled yourself before the Lord. When you heard how I spoke against this place and against its inhabitants, that you should become a desolation and a curse, and you have torn your clothes and wept before me, I also have heard you, declares the Lord. Okay, we'll stop there because that's a long sentence. But just notice what's coming together here. So they go to seek the prophetess, and God speaks through the prophetess and says, That's right, my word stands. Um, and and is, Jerusalem is in so much trouble because of their unfaithfulness to my word. But because the king humbled himself, there's going to be mercy towards him. And we're going to read about that in a sec. But again, like I've been saying, I hate to be proven right because I'm wrong. And God opposes the proud, but God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And God was watching Josiah to see how he would respond to the written word of God. And when Josiah hears the written word of God and humbles himself and tears his clothes and is penitent and says, oh, I'm part of the problem. God sees that and gives him grace. And it's grace that's going to impact his entire generation. As the king goes, thus go the people. Verse 20, Therefore, behold, I will gather you to your fathers. This is still the Lord speaking through Huldah. And you shall be gathered to your grave in peace, and your eyes shall not see all the disaster that I will bring upon this place. And they brought back the word to the king. So Josiah's humility secures for his generation a certain amount of peace. All right, that's the end of that chapter. And in my... my uh, my habit is to stick to just chapters. I think the next one's a lot longer, but even though it's shorter, I'm just going to call it quits here. But we're introduced to Josiah. Um, we're told he's wonderful. And the, what we find out is that, you know, he set himself to restore the temple, which 
In the Old Testament times, is still God's house and where his name dwells and a place where you can honor God by honoring this temple. So he sets about to restore it. In the providence of God, he is given the gift of the words of God uh, in return. And upon hearing it, he humbles himself. And because of that, he's rewarded with peace in his days. So, and that is chapter 22. And we'll pick it up with chapter 23 where we get more of Josiah and then a few other kings. Be blessed.